my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. Everybody just calm down! Well, woof. fucking hell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the Thinking Guns podcast, showcasing the PlayStation showcase. Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't know what words are anymore. Uh, this is the reaction special to the PlayStation showcase. I'm joined by Toby Anderson. Hello. Hello, bud. How are you? Oh, um, nothing good after watching that, to be fair. I was hyped at the beginning. I had all this energy, and then by the end, I was like... I've just done so much. Yeah, yeah, an hour went very quickly then, very, very quickly. It did, but it, I've, I've, it's, it, in a good way, it took all my energy to just like have my, I think I just didn't blink, that was it. <laughs> Jonathan Brown. Hello. Hello, sir, how are you? I'm good, I missed the pod this week, which I'm gutted about, um, so I'm definitely here for this one though, at least, so uh, I've made up for it a little bit. Have you bought a PS5 yet? No. Oof. I have not. Okay. Whether I will be or not is another question. And I'm still <laughs> on I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence. Fair enough, fair enough. Interesting. Joshua Thompson. Hello. Hey man, how's it going? Yeah. You know, my prediction came true on our regular podcast. That prediction being that we will get Gran Turismo movie stuff. You're welcome, guys. I guess that correctly, and nothing else. Sensei, so sensei, this guy. I tell you, <laughs> that was such a waste of ninety seconds. It really irritated me, but uh, never <laughs> mind. And finally, if he can breathe, Miles Thompson. Hi, 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 Roscoe. Hi, hey, guys. Hey, bud. You okay? No, let's, no. Let's just be quiet, everyone. Be gentle. I'm not. I'm not okay. I'm very fragile right now. Oh dear. You happy to talk video games? Should we do that for a bit? I think. I think I can manage that. Maybe I might need to just psych myself into it. All right then. Okay, we'll be gentle. Mm, thank you. I appreciate that. Everyone, stay fucking calm. <laughs> stay fucking calm. I'm not staying calm. Oh my god. I can't. I can't even. Uh, rather than let's go around, we'll go around the room and we'll um, have general thoughts on the showcase altogether, and then we'll go through the announcements. Uh, from the top, Toby Anderson, what did you make of the PlayStation showcase? Nothing. Um, really, just a lot to take in, I think. A lot of new IPs, which I was quite happy about. Lots and lots of stuff we hadn't seen before. Um, I always like it when it's the what's this moment? You're trying to make it into something that you know, and then it's not something you know. That's much better. Um, I actually kind of prefer it when it's like, oh, I've never heard of this before. Um, so that was cool. And it started really well. I think there was a lull maybe at the two-thirds mark, which, but it just went in VR and things like that that I, I had just no interest in. And then uh, a real pickup right at the last minute, which is great. So 
yeah, overall, I'm pretty happy. I think it had less of the weeb stuff than I was expecting, maybe. And, it did, uh, yeah. You know, less of maybe some of the things that that do go that I do go for as a gamer. Um, but it doesn't mean it was a, a bad showing. It was a good showing. Nice. Uh, Young Dog, what did you make of the PS5 showcase? I think there was a really nice mix of stuff, even if it wasn't tons I was personally interested in. It doesn't mean I can't appreciate the sheer breadth of uh, of games which were or are going to be on offer in future. It's pretty impressive to see just exactly how many titles were uh, and how different they all were. Um, and I really think there is probably something for everyone uh, amongst those games. So uh, even though I'm not thinking, oh, yeah, I want to go get all of them, there's a couple of titles in there which I'm really intrigued by. Mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Josh? Yeah, uh, we saw a lot of similarities for games that were adjacent to IPs that I kept thinking, oh, it's the sequel of, and it wasn't. It was an, uh, an original IP from studios that I absolutely would buy any game that they put out. Um, and we had so many of those times that, yeah, I was just blown away by kind of the sheer mix of it all. Um, and I'm just happy that these are all uh, new games, not necessarily uh, sequels and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a few uh, surprising sequels in there, I think, but uh, we will we will oh, get to it. Just one <laughs> <laughs> or two, one or two. Uh, and <laughs> Miles Thompson, did you enjoy that showcase? Oh my fucking god! <laughs> um, I think this might have been my favorite showcase, and I know it's incredibly biased in my favor because of it. But there were so many games in this that have just been like either announced or shown. I'm just like. I don't need a life for the rest of the year. I'm good. I've got my <laughs> PS5. I've got these games coming. Life's good. I got a text from uh, Chris going, is this the Mars Thompson showcase? <laughs> <laughs> it did feel like that. There was a stage where I was like, I feel like I'm the only one getting excited for all of these announcements. And then a few more came in and I was like, cool. But yeah, damn. This was like the showcase of my dreams in many ways. All it needed was a Bloodborne remaster, but that would just be me being, you know, spoiled. So I'm not even going to complain. Oh, God, man. We'll get there, okay? Jeez, we, look at this we will guy. Get there. It's never enough, never <laughs> enough for this guy. Uh, I'm just so hyped, Roscoe. I'm hyped. All right, we will talk about it. We will get there. Um, right then, so first up, we had a look at Haven's game. This is, of course, Jade Raymond's studio at PlayStation, and they make a game called Fair Games, which has a mixture of uh, The Division, Saints Row, I don't know. Um, it kind of uh, took me a little bit off guard. It looks pretty cool. Uh, Toby, what did you think of it? This one, it made me think of Watch Dogs, which I'm sure others will say as well. Like, I was totally mm. thinking, yeah, there's the Watch Dogs helmets and logos and all sorts. This will be some kind of Watch Dogs thing. And then I was like, but they'd save that for Ubisoft, Ubi Forward, surely. Um, although we did get other Ubisoft things. Um, but I think that was kind of really what I got out of it. It was very obviously multiplayer. And once I'd seen enough of the, you know, this is definitely a heist multiplayer thing i was a bit bored um it wasn't a start that i was interested in um but it's certainly a nice looking game these these things you know they they have to get quite ahead of momentum don't they and, and a player base and i wish it all the luck but it's um it's entering a a very well-trodden market at the moment 
Indeed. Josh, you mentioned it looking a bit uh, watchdogsy, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I really jumped the gun by saying, oh, watchdogs multiplayer, um, and then it not being, and I've been like, okay, well. Um, but yeah, I think I echo exactly what Toby says, that they're in a market where we've only we've not just got this game but we've got even like two others we could talk about that are very similar in genre just for the showcase alone mm. um let alone um extraction games that haven't done so well recently you know we've got rainbow six extraction which i think people want to forget about and such so it's got to do a lot right uh, with its game as opposed to just looking cool yeah, for sure. Um, I think it looks pretty, uh, uh, pretty cool. Your dog. What did you make of Fair Games? Um, not not the sort of thing I would play. I suspect. Um, I, I don't know. It kind of looked a little bit. I don't want to say generic, but it just felt really flat for me. Um. I know I can safely say it's not going to be a game that I'd personally pick up. Uh, yeah, I, it didn't do anything for me, really, to trail it. Fair dues. Off to a cracking start here with Fair Games, it seems. Uh, Miles? Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, it looked okay. I also thought it was Watch Dogs at first, and I was like, okay, sure, it's another one, just to kind of fill out the pool. Um, they got to open with something, and they're never going to go with something massive, but... Yeah, it's one of those. I'm going to wait and see what it looks like um, before I pass much more judgment on it. It's kind of hard to gauge at this point because the trailer looked cool, but there's not really a lot else to work on. So kind of echo everyone else's sentiments, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I thought it looked interesting. Um, I like these kind of I like these kind of games. Um, it will be a game that I'll be like, Miles, come on, let's play. You know you want to. And... I'll be really against it, and then I'll play it with you, and I'll be like, oh, this is fun. This Why is dope, I man. I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, then let's get into Helldivers 2. Um, Miles, what did you make of Helldivers 2? Yeah, kind of Helldivers, yeah, yes. Yeah. Here we go. Here we I go. Love, love Helldivers. This was the first point I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be my showcase. I'm loving this already. Um, as soon as they said Super Earth, I was like, no, they haven't. They have, they've done it. So, this one's interesting because they've actually um changed a lot of it from the looks of it. So, the gameplay has gone from twin stick kind of top down. Um, uh, shooting to much more of like a third person typical action game um it looks like there's going to be other elements added to it um i couldn't ugh, i can't really remember a lot of this is a blur for me so bear with me um but it seemed like there was kind of base building some like um almost rts like mechanics that they're going to be adding into it with the co-op gameplay um and i'm down for it i really enjoyed um uh the original hell divers i got the platinum it took me like a hundred and something hours to do it was crazy um but I'm totally down for what new kind of formula they're going to add with this one. And I like games that are third-person shooters. So it's kind of right on my street. And just more Helldivers is great. I love the atmosphere. I love the universe of it. Um, so, yeah, very excited. This was my first hype moment of many. It gave me Starter Troopers vibes. Was yes. <laughs> I was like, this is Starter Troopers. What's going on here? Yeah, it'll be a slightly smoother, less, um, less frame rate choppy Starship Troopers. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Josh, what did you make of Helldivers do? Josh? Josh! Um, sorry. <laughs> Trying to find the unmute. Um, it's one that maybe if it is like Kermal said, co-op, that I would definitely uh, be dragged into by Miles um, and probably enjoy it, but I really have no 
affinity towards it either way. I thought the um, the CG stuff looked so realistic. I was just yeah, it was like, good. Wow, that person's face talking. I was like, that looks real. Um, but yeah, n- nothing else much else to say about it. Uh, Yogos, what did you make of Hard Overs too? Is that your jam? It's the highlight of the entire showcase for me. All right. Um, yes, Yog. I bloody loved Helldivers, and it, it did say at the end it's going to be on PS5 and PC, so I'm super hyped because of that. Um, it looks more like, I'm fairly certain it's FPS now, basically, like uh, like Miles just said. So, um, yeah, yeah, I... I it kind of there's another game come out recently called uh, Starship Troopers Extermination, I think it is. So I kind of want to give that a go, so that I can compare it to what Helldivers Two is going to be like. But yeah, this uh, was... I can confirm. Uh, we, me and Mars have been playing Starship Troopers, and it's uh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I've played Terran Command, which is like the RTS one. I've not played Extermination yet, so it seems like. Uh, Starship Troopers has been doing well recently, but yeah, Helldivers. I just the first game was so fun to play, and the community's always been really, really good for it. So I'm really excited to see what happens with two. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Positives all around, Toby. Helldivers two. Um, nah, because. <laughs> <laughs> because I want to be the one who says no. Um, no Where, because... Where's the kick button here again? <laughs> the reason being, the reason being, what I liked about Helldivers One was the top-down stick in twin-stick shooter. Sure. Yeah, and of course. if you lose that and you become a four-player squad multiplayer generic shit, then I'm bored. There's nothing left in it that was interesting. It's just taken all the good bits out and left you with generic. I don't see anything really. Oof. Sorry, guys. Wow. And like you said, it looks like Starship Troopers, and it looks like this other thing, and it looks like this other thing. That's because it doesn't look like it's self. You know, it doesn't have its own, own identity. Well, damn. They'd be coming in with a deep <laughs> criticism. Um, <laughs> finished on a right downer there, didn't we? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Tobes. <laughs> That's all, all right. right then. Um, I think this is cool. I don't have uh, an affinity with the first hour drivers, but uh, yeah, this one looked all right. I will check it out if there's a beta. Be fun to play with the guys at some point this year. Uh, right then. Uh, then we got to the EA original called Immortals of Avium, uh, which is due on July 20th. This one kind of came and went for me. I don't know if anyone's the same, Josh. Yeah, I'm the exact same. Um, I can't remember how it was described when it kind of revealed itself. Was it like uh, it's the Call of Duty with, with magic sort of thing? Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm just like... Sure. It came out of month or two ago didn't it the, the first announcement i think so yeah kind of like on its own two feet just like this is a game and it's gonna be like this and i was just a bit like i don't know there's there's something there i guess for someone but um uh i don't know it didn't it didn't really hit with the kind of gameplay style that he's going for okay yeah fair enough it reminded me of oh god i can't remember the name of it what was that ps5 launch game Died on its ass. Ooh, um, Godfall? Godfall! That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it kind got of a little bit of the design me... aesthetic to that. Yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah, It reminds me a little bit of like Ghostwire Tokyo 
uh, with the kind of combat being like hand-based gestures to create magic. But sure. Ghostwire had a bit, a little bit, a bit of a, a aesthetic towards it. Nice. Uh, Yogurt's Immortals of Avium. What do you reckon? Call of Duty with fantasy gauntlets and like fire and stuff spews out your hands. Uh, I'm sure it'll be funny enough. It'll probably have a short single player campaign. Um, I I don't know why, just like Call of Duty's campaigns are getting shorter and shorter. So if it's anything like that, it's going to be similar. It, it, I like the idea of a, a fantasy Call of Duty, whether they actually pull it off and make it. So it's not just Fancy Call of Duty. It needs to stand up on its own legs as well. Mm. Uh, whether they're able to pull that off, I guess we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested in it. But not yeah. to the point where I'm thinking I'm going to buy it day one. It's going to be one of those where I see what the reviews are like and go from there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Miles? Meh. It looks... Fine. I don't think many people are going to be playing this, to be honest. I think it's a very, um, it's an attempt to go for like an FPS fantasy setting, which some people will find interesting, but I don't think this is going to be uh, doing any gangbuster sales. No, I think it'll have a, it might have a home on PC, maybe one of consoles. Um, may have an audience there, possibly. It's a little niche audience. A little niche audience, yeah. Uh, Tobes? I don't have much to add on this one. I think I'm in the same sort of camp as Miles there. It looks like it might have more campaign than we think. Like it's got a lot of talking and characters and there's people there with very, you know, specific looks. And I imagine there is a campaign of some of some length. Um, but yeah, whether it's as big as a Call of Duty, I don't I don't see it hitting as much of an audience um, as as that tagline <laughs> wants sure. it to. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the Definitely not a day one, but it might be one eventually when it's cheap, you know? Okay, cool. Uh, right, then, let's get to probably the first major announcement. Ghost Runner 2 from One More Level and 5 of 5 Games. Uh, who should I get to first? Josh, you happy? You can ride a fucking bike. You can ride a fucking bike! And that's really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, for Ghost Runner, it was um, a short but sweet game um it really did leave you wanting more um not necessarily in the disappointing sense but more in the like i could really go for more of this gameplay style um and they're delivering just that but with maybe a little bit more to you know do in terms of traversal and your abilities and stuff like that and that's exactly what you need i don't think you really need to sugarcoat it with anything else yeah yeah uh yogurt's ghost runner team did you play the first ghost runner what's ghost runner <laughs> I feel okay. like I'm living under a rock here. Uh, I, I'm not even being funny. I genuinely don't know what Ghost Runner is. So it looks interesting visually, but I have no emotional connection to the game at all because I literally don't know what it is. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, you can ride a motorbike down a, down a building. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Although I can't but think that uh, surely it's just going to fall off or something, like gravity. <laughs> so, I don't it's know. Uh... I'm not the best one to ask for this one. Damn, they never thought of it. It's like a it's like a cyberpunk hotline Miami first person katana wielding um, 
I uh, guess, what would you call it? Like action game? Yeah, so, it's an action adventure, isn't it? You, there is a lot to unpack in that sentence. Yeah. You die in one hit. Uh, enemies can die in one hit also because you're so powerful. And you know, there's just mad traversal abilities with it. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a run-based game. Hmm, okay. Um, maybe, I guess. I, there's going to be a lot... Uh, I'm just going to set everyone's expectations here. There's going to be a lot of maybes for me and not very many yeses. I'm very excited. Okay, cool. I like that. I like that. But so we're prepared. I appreciate that. Uh, Miles, you're hyped for this. Oh, yes. Hype number two. Um, yeah, really enjoyed the first Ghost Run. I thought it was an excellent game. Um, and it was a real surprise one. I remember loading it up and being like, it looks cool. I'll see how much I enjoy it. And I think I got about 30 minutes in and I was like, fuck, I'm hooked. Like, this is it. I'm not playing anything else till this is done. Um, and I didn't. It was superb. And I still listen to the soundtrack every now and then as well. It just had a really superb kind of aesthetic and world to it. Um, the story beats were actually like surprisingly uh, more in depth than I expected it to be. And the gameplay is just super fast. It's super punishing, but it's just so rewarding. Like when it clicks and you're using the different powers and you're traversing and you're using everything that's available to you, it's just you get into such like a zen feeling with it there's no other game that quite captures it quite well as well as this one does um and it looks like they're adding quite a lot of new elements like the motorcycle new abilities new ways of traversing and that kind of thing um so it looks like a very worthy sequel i'm super hyped for this one all right fantastic i like the sound of that um and then we moved on to probably the first time that i went "Ooh, this looks pretty awesome uh phantom blade zero which uh, looks like another kind of like Eastern action adventure game um, in the spirit of Tsushima and uh, Rise of the Ronin. Uh, Tobes, what do you reckon of Final Blade Zero? This was cool. Um, This was probably the first time I went, damn, this is something really awesome to, uh, you know, to stick on the list and and, want to get pretty much day one. Um, It's got like Sekiro stuff in there, Wolong from recently, bit of Neo. I was trying to guess it was a sequel to one of those for at least a minute or two while it was starting. Um, Yeah, just dark ninja coolness. And the combat was, I mean, if if the combat is actually, you know, as as cool as that looked, because sometimes they they show these things and you can't really do them quite as impressively as that when you actually play the game. Um, but yeah, it looked like it had a lot of reaction-based fun parrying combat and and it looked very action heavy, maybe more so than than a sort of soulsy thing. It, it might be closer to the, the the faster ones like the the Sekiros and the and the Wolongs than um than Dark Souls. But yeah, really cool. Really cool aesthetic, really cool Chinese um legend sort of stuff in the background. And uh, yeah, I liked it. That would be my my first one where I was psyched. Yeah, for sure. Uh, likewise. Uh, Josh, what did you make of Phantom Blade Zero? Which is a terrible title, the more I say it out loud. I mean, it, it just reminds me of Resident Evil Zero or more recently yeah. Katana, Katana Zero, which was, was it called? Yeah. But that's Zero. not the full title. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really interested in it. Um, same as Toby. Uh, I it's uh, apparently inspired by Chinese martial arts and steampunk. Um, and it is developed by uh, a company outside of Hong Kong. So I made the um, the comparison in the Slack about it looking very much like Black Myth Wukong. And they do have like both very similar, like high budget looking animations and uh, CG mixed with intense like action RPG combat. Um, and I'm here for it. It's 
right up my street, the aesthetics. Mm. Yeah, the design of the enemies and everything just looked fantastic, didn't it? Really unique. Uh, Miles? Yep, I was a uh, similar boat. I thought initially it looked a little bit like slightly clunky and I was a bit like, mm. but then as I watched more of it, the combat system almost had like a For Honor look to it in stages of like the way that the movement style and the fluidity worked. Um, and then I started to get a bit more invested and I was like, nope, this actually looks pretty cool. Um, I don't think I'm as hyped as Toby or Josh are, but I think I'm not too far behind on it. It looks very cool. Yeah, yeah, it certainly does. Uh, Yogis. Um, this was one of the ones which I was really intrigued by. Uh, it looked cool, which is always nice. Um, and uh, I have a lot of questions about the setting. And generally, if that happens with a game, I'll, I'll try and pick it up at some stage. So, yeah, this this was one of the, the other highlights of the showcase for me. I, I'm really interested in in this title, and I just want more info on it. Yeah, yeah, it looks really cool. Um, not to uh, get you excited, Mars, but I just got an email about Mike Sullivan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm saving myself. Come on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Please, please, please. Send, send it over to me. Send it over to me. Fuck off, Josh. You, I swear to God, I will. No worries, no worries, Josh. I'll, uh, I'll get that over to you very, very soon. I thought oh, we, I thought we all agreed I appreciate because I've not played Metal Gear Solid yet. We'd send it over to me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot. Sorry. Oh, that's my bad. Okay, guys, 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 guys. I'm all, I'm all for, I'm all for a joke and a laugh, but um. I am combusting. <laughs> so um, it's what? Toby's then, is that what we just agreed on? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah we'll throw it to Toby. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do a tombola <laughs> between Josh, Yoggers, and Toby. We'll, we'll work it out. Don't worry I'm about bottom it. of the packet order for it. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, let's move on to um, Sword of the Sea, which has been made by the guys, of course, behind Absu, the Pathless and Journey. Looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Toby, is this, is this on your list? This is, this is Toby Anderson game, isn't it? They look amazing, and then I, I just find myself a bit bored by them when I actually play them. So, I mean, yes, it looks great. It looks like the sort of Journey 2 thing all the way through, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and and I liked Journey 2 for a few hours as well. Sorry, Journey, rather, for a few hours. But they don't really stick with me, these games. They don't really sort of do it for me in, in any kind of longevity, if you see what I mean. Um, so it will be a when it's on PS Plus kind of thing. You know, and I they're probably not what everyone else is going to say, but they just oh. they pass me by a bit. These kind of things. Oh, what surprised me, uh, Josh? What did you make of? It does look beautiful. I'll, I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Giant squid. Need I say more? I'm already in. That's, Indeed, that's that's me in a nutshell. Um, yeah, I'm super interested. They're calling this brand new movement mechanic the hover sword. And it controls like a snowboard, skateboard, and hoverboard all in one, where you build momentum to achieve great speeds and catch big air. Um, and it's like got a skate park like ruins and stuff like this. This is off the uh, PlayStation blog. Um, yes, I'm all about it. I love skating and I love uh, giant squid games. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Solar Ash, as well as obviously the Pathless, which was the Giant Squid's last game, which I absolutely adored. Um, so, yes, I'm all about it. Awesome. Uh, Mars, what did you make of Sword of the Sea? 
Um, so I enjoyed Journey, but I don't think I was quite as into it as other people. I thought this one, again, looked very lovely. I really enjoyed the soundtrack. I think it's one of those that I probably won't play straight away, but I will listen to its soundtrack on almost day one. Um, I think some of it looks quite cool, but yeah, it's one of those that I'll probably get round to either when it gets on like PS Plus or when it's on a deal or something, I'll grab it. But I think the art style is lovely as well. Cool. Um, and yeah, just like confirmation of how to say the name of this new Snake Eater game. I don't know what it's called. Um, Swear to God, man, you can't keep doing this to me. You're teasing me. It's weird. The triangle Um, is a delta. Yep. So it's Metal Gear Solid Delta. Metal Gear Solid Delta. Um, I don't know why we keep mentioning Metal Gear Solid, but... um... We'll be forever (laughs) calling it Metal Gear Solid Triangle. (laughs) Metal Gear Solid Triangle! The Triangle one. Yeah. All right, then. Let's move on then to... uh, Wait, no, sorry. Uh, We'll move on to (laughs) the Talos Principle 2. Um, which is a sequel that I did not expect to see. Um, who's got a history of the Talos Principle? Nobody. Nobody? Crickets, unfortunately. Wow, I thought this looked pretty dope. Do you Do you have a, a, an affinity for the Talos Principle? No, that's why I kicked it out to you guys. Uh, but evidently, none <laughs> of us know anything about the Talos Principle. So This is the, this is the epitome of beautiful but all you do is walk around it it will bore me to tears that game i believe mm. it's some kind of walking sim yeah i have to agree with toby on that one i was just like i like it <laughs> very <thing>. dull <laughs> i was like the so more it went on i was like one... i'm bored already yeah <laughs> so the first well, one is described as a first person puzzle game uh with f- uh, philosophical science fiction so i guess they'll go Thanks, josh stop reading other things right all this prep work before. <laughs> Toby, we're just not philosophical. I don't want to hear. We just the looked at him like, stuff. no. Hey, I'm, I'm just, just, you know, giving it a reaction. shout out. That's what it's about. I've prepped. I've checked with Sony. <laughs> I've checked with Sony. No, that was the principle of Steve H, actually. <laughs> All right, then, let's move on then to um, the new game from the creators of Gris, which means I'm in 100%. Um, I want to say Neva. Neva? I'm going to go with Neva uh, for now. And this was a lovely trailer about a young woman and her wolf. And this was a a heartbreaking trailer. Yeah. Oh, the poor wolf. It was devastating. And I now have to play it immediately. So, uh, yeah. So what did you make of Neva? I think uh, we were all just a bit blown away by that one it's a beautiful art style it's it was it was it managed to be emotional in like a minute and a half and really get you and it was um and also like just you know horrendous as well like the attack of the shadow creatures was just horrible um i i loved gris um as well even if there's in a way there's like there's not enough to it sometimes but it's so beautiful and it had such a good emotional kick to it that that i did kind of end up liking it a lot more than i thought as I was playing sometimes mm-hmm. um, this one, hopefully they've, you know, they, they can tweak some of the bits that, that weren't so good in Gris when we're being honest, but um, yeah, it, it looks great. And, and I'm, it looks like a whole massive step up um, in terms of, you know, like narrative and, and, and art and things as well. It's going to yeah. be cool. It's going to be great. Uh, Josh, you're on, you're on team Gris, aren't you? It's a, it's a cracking game. Oh yes. Say no more. And there we go. Simple as that. Nice and easy. Sold. Um, Yogas, are you in for this? 
um, I thought it was very pretty and very very beautiful art style, and the trailer as a whole was very beautiful. Um, animals when they always die, whatever the media always makes me feel like crap afterwards. So I'm not going to lie, but sure. yes, I would be very up for for this. Um, I just might have to get some tissues because uh, I I feel like I'd probably end up crying at some stage during it if it's. Uh, yeah, from from what I've seen, yeah, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heartbreaker. Uh, Miles, this your kind of jam. So I haven't actually played the original uh, Grey Gris, whatever it's called. Um, but I've heard lots of great things about it, so I feel like I need to get around to play that one first. Um, but I did enjoy the trailer. Um, again, it was one of those that interests me. I'll probably pick it up and play it at some point. Um, but it was very heartfelt, very emotional, and again, the soundtrack is like top tier. So. I think that will definitely grab me into the game. It looks very cool for what it is. You haven't played Gris. I know, I know. It's one of those that's passed me by. And okay, you know what? That um, that email I just sent you, can you forward it to Josh? It's too late, Roscoe. It's too <laughs> fucking late. <laughs> I didn't, so didn't get I... anything to say what kind of um, gameplay it was. Like, it didn't come up with a 2D actual gameplay or... No, I guess we can. It was a cinematic, essentially, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, we can so, infer from Gris. I presume it's going to be. A yeah, I'm. I'm hoping yeah. it's a two D thing, but. Um, also, know, unless um, Josh has looked it up, have you looked it up? Oh, of course, I have, but I've been outed now, so I'm just not going to even bother. <laughs> <laughs> Creative director had a child in the time, and it was COVID nineteen. I was thinking about. Uh, social economic issues and stuff like that and how they were going to bring it to this game, whatever. Here we go. Carry on. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> also got any more for Ghost Rider 2? Who wants that? I mean, um, what I've got on Ghost Rider is just a PR thing. It's not a... Um... Yeah, maybe it's the same email. Josh, do you want it or, you, or should I take it? You can take it, man. It's the same oh. email, but, you know, information is information. Content is content. You know what I'm oh. saying? I'll happily throw something. I could have read up on Ghost Runner, actually, couldn't I? I could have read up before I started. Yeah, it's all right. (laughs) right, I'm going to leave it now to Ross (laughs) and Josh instead. Sorry. One meal or Josh will take it. I'm off your case. Don't worry about it. We'll move on to Cat Quest Pirates of the Ferrobean, which I know Miles is super hopeful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to skip my one i think people will enjoy this and i don't want to be a downer on it so i'm just going to skip me okay uh josh what did you make of cat quest pirates of the Caribbean? so it says on the playstation blog here that they gave it the name pirates of the Caribbean because it's like pirates of the caribbean but it's a cat instead ah! so they changed the name um <laughs> um no i've always seen it. Oh, i get it that's funny <laughs> I've I've always seen the game in store and I'm like, I like cats and I like indie games, but I never had given it a try. But God, the, the name got a laugh out of me for sure. <laughs> I like cats and I like quests. This seems like a no-brainer to me. <laughs> yeah, quite. Uh, nice one. Um, Yogas, is cat quest something that you can sink your teeth into? Or your claws into? No. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yes, Yog. Yes. <laughs> All right, then we'll move on. We'll move on to um Splatoon. I mean, um Square Enix's Foam Stars, um, which really just looks like freaking Splatoon with shiny visuals. Um, I kind of want to check this out. I'm sure there'll be a beta which we can all jump into. Uh Josh, is this what you want from Square Enix? 
No, of course not. Um, <laughs> but they've already got the heavy hitters out there. So, you know, th- this is going to be one of those, me, you, Cat, and I'll exclude Miles because you'll just, unless we can really convince him, he won't ever touch it. If it's like a free-to-play, we'll probably be on it, won't we? Let's face it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to give it a grow. We, do, we we like having multiplayer banter in it. You know, a, a PS5, Splatoon, you can't, you know, that's probably where their head was at, wasn't it? We need a Splatoon for a different system. Um, for sure. And here it is. I mean, Josh, I've got a year of like, Metal Gear Solid emails I can use against Miles. Like, we can make him do anything we want. Oh, no, he's right <laughs> as well. <laughs> I am oh, in such a and- bad position. <laughs> Not to mention the collection that comes out later this year. And that as well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, God, that's going straight to Yogas because he needs to learn. He needs <laughs> to learn how to play Metal Gear. I, I will learn to play Metal Gear um, when Miles teaches me. Well, okay. Yog, that is a rabbit hole you are not wanting to go down, my friend. I will <laughs> ha- more than you, happily you spend to, a you month You have to watch you. me on Twitch play it, though. Some of it, at least. I would be so down for that. I had more like a vision of you both sitting together with the controllers and holding each other's hands. I would also do that. Would I'd also do, do that. Like I'd do that. Like anyway. Slash runner. Doesn't have to be metal. Get solid. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be some wholesome content. Don't, don't don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> don't you tease me now, uh, Toby? You going to join us in Foam Stars? I kind of wanted to like this, and it's the. It's the type of game that I just have no interest in. Like it, it looked uh, fun and cool. There was some great music in there that, yeah, I think um, Josh said sounded like Persona, and it totally did. But beyond that, it's like foam Splatoon. Yeah, it is foam. And I've never played Splatoon either for the same reason. Oh, it just doesn't yeah. interest me. There's no story. There's That's no, fine. That's fine. Nothing. That's okay, man. It's all right. You don't have to just. There's no dialogue. I'm sorry. It's all right. There's no story in Foam Stars, man. What's the point? You know? I want to know the origin of the foam. You know? <laughs> Where did the foam come from, though? Where did the foam come from? <laughs> have, you, have you played Tetris? Yeah. Do you like, Didn't do you like it? No it story. I, I, need, I need to know where those blocks came from. Yeah. <laughs> the film is much better. <laughs> the film was very good. I highly agree with that. Um, Yogas, Foam Stars, you going to play? Uh, no, because any game that Square Enix makes gets abandoned about three months after release, right? That's the that's the current meme. Something oh well, along those yeah. lines. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we had that 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 dodgeball game which came and went, didn't it? Um, and Final Rocket Fantasy Ro- Battle Royale. Yeah, Rocket wasn't that Rocket MMO they made um, that got abandoned? MMO, yeah. I can't remember the name of now. It was. Chocobo GP's gone as well. Yeah. But Foam Stars might be the one, guys. You never know. I, I'm fairly confident that it's not going to be. Uh, oh, okay. The, the, the one. I, I will be the, the one to be the down here. I'm of death. Now. <laughs> one hour after it was announced. <laughs> right this second. <laughs> it's over. Um, right then, let's talk about Plucky Squire, which is due this year. Um, we've been looking forward to this one for a while, I think. Um, a few of us have, anyway. And um, yeah, still looks great. Still looks lovely. Still looks exactly what I want it to be. Um, anyone else agree? Anyone else on board with uh, Plucky Square? Hell yeah. I think Kat was as well, to be fair. I think this was one of the parts of the show she actually enjoyed. <laughs> Good. Not my, Good. not my cup of tea, but it looks like it would be for a lot of people. It, it looks like a fun game. Yeah, it looks very clever. It looks very um, 
smart as well, jumping in and out of pictures and being able to walk around in real life. Like, yeah, it looks very cool. I, I know it I've got really some wowed us when it. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you go first. I think it wowed us with when it was first announced, but this time around it was yeah. There's some characters and stuff. It did, it didn't tell me anything new, and it didn't as a, as a trailer this time around. It didn't give me you know the information I wanted, which was it's releasing in three months time. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Mm. It it was um it was just more screenshots. Yay. Yeah, still no date, unfortunately, but um, yeah, keep an eye on this one. Looking forward to it. Uh, Mars, gonna play Plucky Squire. Um, it actually looks kind of all right. I got to say, this is one of the ones that I was actually like, Do you know what? Fair enough. I'd probably be really stubborn about this, but I'm not even going to be stubborn about it. It looks like it will be a genuinely very good game, so I probably will end up playing it at some point, mostly on all of your recommendations, I imagine. Fair, fair. Um, all right then, let's get to uh, Teardown, which I, I swear this is becoming the death loop of game trailers i've i'm seeing this game over and over again over the over the years but this one was a great trailer and looked finally very very kind of complete almost um it's coming this year at last um who uh mars was surprisingly down for a tear now you seemed like wow this looks quite fun yeah it looked really cool i initially i was a bit like oh, i don't really like the minecraft like art style of it but then i was like actually the gameplay of it looks really sick if you can just drive through walls and heist stuff and blow everything up and yeah it just looks like the kind of game we would all play and have a great time just messing everything up and doing it wrong and i'm totally down for that yeah the minecraft heist it was called way back when yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks very much like that to be fair yeah uh josh yeah, I'm all about it. I've seen it on PC gameplay for a few years now, and um, I just really like the concept. It's very like simplistic, but um, the kind of intricacies of planning and pulling it off is so fun to watch that I can't wait to play. Nice. Yogis? I can't fully tell the premise. Are you meant to just like steal stuff, or are you meant to blow stuff up? I can't tell what the premise is from the trailer all of the above okay uh it, it looked funny enough but i was just a bit confused was all that's fair that's fair i think we could say that about about 12 of these games like what is the meaning of this what what are we meant to do <laughs> you know <what> i mean <laughs> true it's a game yeah um down looks like a lot of fun i'm looking forward to its release okay mars i'll leave you off mute uh-huh. Because then we saw an ant. Oh, God. And this ant was bombing around, then some other ants, Um, and then we saw a frog. We did see a frog. The frog was frogs having a bad day. Yeah, the frog was not having a good time. No. Then we saw a nice green bird. Yep, lovely um, bird. bird. Flying around. Almost got caught by the, uh, by the, uh, the crocodile there. Yeah, the little alligator was going for him. Yeah, um, but then, then a snake came to eat him. Uh. <laughs> At what point did you realize what this was? So, what was really funny about this was, as I was watching the trailer, I was like, this really reminds me of MGS3's jungle because of all the different animals that they're showing off. And then when they did the crocodile and the swampy bit, I was a bit like... It could be, but it's probably not. I'm probably just they're probably just teasing it on purpose and it's not really gonna be. And then it got to the part where I saw the bandana and I was like and then I just don't remember anything over the next three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I have completely 
the next two things, even like the one that comes after, which is the collection, I didn't even see it. I was honestly so just done. I was gone. I was away with the fairies. I was out, completed, finished, cooked, done, gone. It was awesome. It was the best. I screamed. Did Kat get it on film? Uh, she tried to, but I was just in a daze and I was like, I don't even think by the time she was filming, I was even reacting. I don't even think I was breathing at that stage. So she does have a reaction video somewhere. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, if you're unsure what we're talking about, um, which you probably are aware of what we're talking about by now, um, this was, of course, the trailer for Metal Gear Solid Data Delta Snake Eater, um, which is coming to PS5. No date, no idea of what it's coming, but it's coming. Just like Miles, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Many times. Um, I can't, I mean, I can't even fathom your hype levels at that point. Yeah. This was this like everything you've ever wanted. Yeah, this is what I've been clamoring for for about the last year and a half's worth of doing these reaction pods and everyone laughing at me and my pain and suffering about it. And I'd given up hope. And then everyone was building up the hope, but I wasn't caving in. I was like, nope, I'm not going to give in to the hype. Now I'm in the hype. And not only am I in the hype, I'm not getting out of the hype. It's there now. Does um, everyone remember before Dark Tide released last year how I was yeah. blowing up chat <laughs> with... Seven days of Dark Tide, two weeks of Dark Tide, whatever. He, he, I think Miles is going to be like that. Even though okay. we've not got a release date yet, he's just going to be like that every day. Question the countdown days. begins now. <laughs> Honestly, even now, yeah, it's going to be like X amount of days until Snake Eater. And I'm just going to keep doing that every day until it comes out. And you're all going to hate me and you'll probably kick me out and then you'll probably give the code to someone else. <laughs> but I am just so hype. It is my favorite one of the series. Um and it makes sense that this is the one being remade. We've spoken about this before, but chronologically, it's the first one to occur. Um, it's the most standalone story for people to get into if they're newcomers. Um, and I think it's just prime in terms of the gameplay mechanics and all of its like innovative things that it did back in the day. Um, it's really prime for the proper remake treatment. So, yeah, I am super fucking hyped and I can't even really contain it. And I felt like exploding in that moment. And then, yeah, the next four minutes afterwards, I think there was like three trailers afterwards that I just didn't watch because I just couldn't. I was just staring <laughs> at the ceiling, wondering what this game is going to be when it finally comes out. So, yeah, hype. Hype mode activate. Indeed. I'm very happy for you, sir. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Very happy for you. Uh, Josh, did you have a similar reaction? I'd like to say I am the true super fan as someone that has uh, <laughs> hyperlinked Miles many and many of the t-shirts of Metal Gear Solid and we have both bought all of them <laughs> that have come out, um, Death Charger or not. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, it, still, it doesn't feel real, so it feels like I'm talking about something that's made up at this point. Um I'm really curious to know who is developing it because we have no whiff of any like developer behind it. Apparently um, it's Konami themselves. Which is interesting. Um, and that it is coming to Xbox Series S and X, which yep. um, obviously they wouldn't show for PlayStation, but that's confirmed. It's not just PlayStation exclusive. I think that's what kind of the rumor mill before this showcase was that it wasn't going to be exclusive. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Cool stuff. Oh, and also, well. the original voice actors are coming back. Just mm. FYI. Yeah. Yes, and I think that's kind of where the rumours started, was people posting on Twitter their kind of work when they probably definitely shouldn't have. 
yeah donna burke kind of gave it away when she held up like the the thing of it and then everyone was like hmm i wonder what that could be yeah yeah Mm. but i'm happy for it happy david hater's back and hopefully he gets the right treatment this time and he doesn't get fucking cast aside indeed uh yogurt is coming to steam so you hype um maybe once i've played a metal gear solid game fair enough uh i will be but until then i reserve judgment and i think that squares through the monitor i feel from both miles and josh so i'm gonna be quiet now (laughs) um also we saw of course that the metal gear solid master collection volume one um is coming out which includes metal gear solid one two sons of liberty and of course the original metal gear solid Three. These are HD collection versions, so they're not remasters, they're not remakes. Um, they look like just the the OG versions of these games will finally be available once again on the modern systems, um, which is due this year, which is going to be pretty cool. Because um, I haven't played, I haven't played Metal Gear Solid for a long, long time, so it'd be nice to jump jump in again. And um, those are the days when uh, your dog can stream and Mars can uh, direct them. It'll be a, a beautiful thing to watch. Please make that happen, guys. Please make that happen because I, I mean, I'm I'm down at this point. I'm down for anything Metal Gear related. I would do horrible things. <laughs> I Thanks. will see what I can arrange. <laughs> um, and oh well, I feel bad for the trailer that followed it because um, I completely lost it. But um, Towers of Agasba, Agasba, Agasba. I don't know. Um, it was a it was a funky looking game um, about rebuilding a mysterious alien world. Um, did anybody see this? <laughs> I did actually, and it really interested me. Go for me. it. Um, Go for it. The, the entire world was very mysterious, and all the creatures and the plant life, and like just the rebuilding of the cities and so on. It, it really interests me. Um, so I, I'm probably more excited for this than I am Metal Gear Solid. That's fair, that's completely fair. If you don't have a history of Metal Gear, it makes, yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, looks really, really cool, actually. Um, I did go and rewatch it very quickly after um, because I was too busy looking at the Slack trying to trying to gauge his reaction to Metal Gear. Uh, but uh, yeah, looks really cool. Uh, Josh, did you catch this one? Yeah, like you said, um, it's like, how do you fill up <laughs> follow up after that uh, hype moment with the trailer that's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's subdued, but it was definitely a tonal shift that kind of like when you're hyped over the uh, previous announcement, you, it's gonna anything's gonna be washed over to it to an extent. Um, but no, it sounds interesting. It looks quite cool as well, um, kind of like cyberpunk inspired open world. Um, it ticks a lot of boxes. That um, oh no, that is Tower of Fantasy. My bad. That also came out for this showcase. Um, but yeah, no, seems interesting. Seems interesting. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Mars, did you see any of this? No, didn't see a thing. Couldn't tell you a thing about it. I need to rewatch the trailer for this one either after or tomorrow because I was not of this realm when okay. this trailer was on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be straight up. I didn't even see it. <laughs> what about uh, what about the follow up then? Final Fantasy 16. Well, that one I didn't manage to catch a bit of, and it still looks very good. I think we're all still very excited for it. Would that be fair? Um, yeah, it just looks dope. And the more that they show off of it, the more we just know that it looks awesome. Um, and it's not too far away now. It's, what, less than a month, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just looking great. And the combat system looks awesome. So, yeah, it's 
good times. It looks very, very complete, doesn't it? It looks, it looks good to go. Yeah, and that's nice to see that a proper AAA big release is on course and looking very good for its you know proper release on day one. Um, yeah. And yeah, they've shown off a lot of it now, so they must be fairly confident that this is going to you know hit the highs that they want it to. It's not getting a day one patch either. That's how confident. Oh, what a dream! Yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, Yogas, what did you make of Final Fantasy sixteen? Uh, if I tell you that I thought it's going to be getting a Metacritic score this year of 16, does that answer your question? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's quietly move on then to um, our first <laughs> gameplay trailer for Alan Wake 2, which is due in October, which I thought was uh, fairly soon, um, a lot sooner than I expected. Um, Josh, what did you make of Alan Wake 2? Um, in terms of kind of like the AAA games that we had shown off, um Besides one obvious standout that kind of everyone's been waiting to just see something of this, I think this is my favorite trailer that I saw. Um, or there's another one that came really late as well that I actually love the aesthetic of. But Anna Wake 2's kind of vibe and setting, and even just fucking seeing actually Sam Lake in the game. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I I absolutely love the sort of um they did say that they were going into like a survival horror, um, like more so into that uh, genre. And it, it shows from the sort of gameplay, the kind of over the shoulder and um the sort of creepy looks. It looks quite like what the Resident Evil remakes have been looking like for a while. And um yeah, I'm just super excited for it. The, the story looks like it's gonna go places that control I know they're not like technically connected, but you, you know that sort of like weirder, more in-depth sort of storytelling that um, they've just been developing over the, the past few games that is just like blossoming into Alan Wake 2 being maybe the sort of biggest um, story that they'll tell in their games. Yeah, yeah it looks really, really interesting. Um, Miles, were you composed enough to catch Alan Wake 2? Yeah, this one kind of snapped me back to reality because I'm also very excited for Alan Wake. Um, yeah, I, I think I agree with Josh. It just looks like a massive um, step up in a lot of ways. The trailer was fantastically made. Um, and I think what really struck me is thinking back to the first one and how that game was not necessarily quite heavily criticized, but it, its combat system was probably one of its weakest points that people kind of took umbrage with. And watching the trailer, I was like, the leaps and bounds the studio have come on in terms of building a game that is fun to play as well as a good story and a good kind of atmosphere and everything else is massive, you know, and you could really see that coming through. Um, and even just like the style of it, like it does feel like it's doubling down on some of like the horror elements more effectively. Um, I thought it looked really, really cool. And I'm glad to see that they've really brought all of their learning from like control and everything else into this. Um, so I think it's shaping up to be fantastic. I'm really excited for this one as well. Indeed, indeed. Um, a quick shout out to Xbox who just tweeted every game that was announced at the showcase that's coming to Xbox in one nice tweet. Well done, not petty at all. I like it. Um, underneath the comments are, uh, is Metal Gear coming to Game Pass? Because if not, I'm buying it on PlayStation. Uh, so there we go. Um, I can probably confirm that Metal Gear Solid Delta will not be on Game Pass. Day one, but you never know. You never know. It seems unlikely, but you never. You never know. You never do know. <laughs> you never do know. Phil Spencer's got them. He's got those loaded pockets, so you never know. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Savannah Wake is due on October 17th. Coming just a week before that, though, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which was a first look at uh, the gameplay of Mirage. I'm really looking forward to this. It looks like a, a nice throwback to the OG Assassin's Creed games. Um, Yogs, have you got a history with Assassin's Creed? I do. Uh, so Assassin's Creed, uh, I played one, two, Brotherhood, then kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, I didn't play the one set in Constantinople, and I didn't play three, but I did play Black Flag. And recently, I've played Odyssey. The I think it is the one in Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, they've very much changed over the years, but I do have a special place in my heart for the original two. Well, I suppose the original three Assassin's Creeds. Um, so this is going back to its roots and returning to more of a style based on the first couple of games, especially, then I'm really excited. Uh, The setting looks pretty nice. I'll be really interested to learn about a part of history, which I don't know tons about. Even if the game's not historically accurate, it's nice to read about that sort of time period outside of the game as well. I've always done that with these sorts of games. Uh, it looks very pretty, which is always uh, a plus. Um, and the the yeah, I just I, I was really impressed overall. I, I'm really excited to give this one a go. Again, this is going to be one of the highlights of the entire showcase for me. I do feel that over the years, Assassin's Creed has um, lost a bit of its luster, uh, and I'm really hoping that this is. Uh, a step in the right direction in order to to correct it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. This is um, I did play Odyssey, and I, I I think I finished it. I'm pretty sure I did. I finished the story at least. I I don't have time for the seven hundred seventy thousand side quests in that game. Offered. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was um, it was fun. But yeah, I'm really glad that it's going back to its roots. Um, Miles, what do you make of Mirage? Another one that surprised me and ended up being a real highlight. Um, I think another Mirage, one. Another one. I had so many. This was a great showcase. I had a great time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think like um, Yogs touched on, they're going back to the roots and actually it looking much more. Initially, I was almost like, this almost feels like they've remade the original. And I was like, that is a good thing because I very much preferred the style and the gameplay structure of the first um, all the way up to Black Flag, basically. Um, and I think some of the animation work looks amazing. And there were some like little callbacks to the original, just in terms of like the little motifs of like, uh, some of the countering that the character would do. Um, and just the way, like the world looked just felt very original Assassin's Creed. And it felt like it transported me back into like, what was it? 2007, 2008 it was when it first came out. Um, and that was really fantastic. And I think after Valhalla, where I watched the initial trailer for it and was instantly turned off because I burnt myself out getting the platinum for Odyssey, this was so nice to watch an Assassin's Creed trailer and to actually be excited to play one again. Um, and I was actually like, I might end up even getting this day one because it just looks like so much fun going back to that old school kind of nostalgic what Assassin's Creed was when it started. Um, and I know that there's a place for the new ones. I know lots of people really enjoy them and that's cool. I'm glad those people really like them. I'm kind of done with that formula. Um, so to have this offering as well as I think is a real win for Ubisoft when they've not had a lot of wins on the front more recently. Um, so yeah, it's looking great. I'm in for it. And again, another highlight for me. Superb. 
Great stuff. Uh, Josh. So I'm going to put my Tim for hat on and just throw absolute allegations out there that have no basis technically, but I'm going to do it because if I'm right, like I've got a big brain. If I'm wrong, which I normally am, nobody cares anyway. Um, <laughs> so Ubisoft are technically down stock-wise. Uh, Embracer have just had a massive loss in a deal that didn't fall through. Um, and they have plummeted in stocks as well. I'm wondering if uh, uh, Embracer wanted to acquire Ubisoft, but Sony just said, look, we'll give you a bit of money or you can pay us a little bit of money and we'll put you on a pedestal, on a pedestal to be on the PlayStation Showcase that is going to be watched by so many people that Barrage is built for a success in terms of you can be still your individual studio whilst having a massive platform to show off your game that you're really hedging your bets on to be massive because Prince of Persia is nowhere to be seen. It's still in the concept stage. <laughs> I, read that, uh, I, read that, I read that today. I read that today. How about it? Yeah, it, this is make or break for Ubisoft, I think, in terms of big swinging and being an, a, an individual studio that they fought so hard of bit for being um, with the hostile takeover that happened a couple of years back. Um, I have no like no like uh, evidence to back this up. It's just me putting pieces together and having a tin foil hat and going for it, but it you know to me that sounds like it 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 has some validity to it so if that's the thing that's the thing i'm just going to say that <laughs> i also like mm. the trailer interesting well i guess we'll see how the cookie crumbles on this one but yeah mirage is great and yeah i'm excited to see where it goes october the 12th uh toby's had to go um you know babies babies kids all that stuff um he's kind of the growing up of the group so you know he comes and goes <laughs> every now and then um, so we'll move on to Revenant Hill, which I got very excited about. Um, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you'll know that I'm a big fan of the game Night in the Woods. Um, I adore it to my bones. It's in my top three games of all time. And this kind of had a similar vibe, but it also didn't have a similar vibe. I'm not entirely sure what this is. Josh, have you done any more research to discover what on earth Revenant Hill might or might not be? I mean, it doesn't really say outright. Um, it's obviously developed by the same studio that have uh, did make Night of the Woods, uh, the Glory Society, I think they're called. They're, they are not um, a, a quote-unquote standard company. They're kind of like everyone's at the same level and they kind of all do this whole thing that they make to get a game together. It's um, They call it socialism. <laughs> They call it social. Um, yeah, they just—it's a game set in 1919 where you play as uh, a witch's familiar, which is kind of like you know, witches have forms that are animals in kind of like other folklore and stuff like that. And you are a cat that looks very much like the protagonist in Night of the Woods, um, and that's kind of it, really. Um, you kind of just grow up in this uh, glory society as a witch with your familiar. And we'll see where it goes. Uh, there's not too much else information for it. But, yeah, it's got a really cool art style like Might of the Woods did as, as well. So I'm very interested to see where this goes. Indeed. I mean, I'm, I think I'm going to play it. I mean, I'm going to play anything that developer makes. But it's, yeah, mm -hmm. if it is related in any way, then I'm there 100%. Uh, 
Yeah, so. Finji have got a good streak for what they're publishing these days as well. Yeah, if that if that trailer ended up being Night in the Woods too, you probably would have heard me as much as you heard Miles. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would have lost my shit completely because I was not expecting a Night in the Woods sequel. But um, yeah, we've kind of got one. We kind of haven't. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but there we are. Uh, Yogis, what did you make of Reverend Hill? Uh, I like the art style, but yes, I don't know much about it at all. To the point where I've actually just gone and looked on the PlayStation blog to read a bit about it. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to read uh, the little a little bit from it. So the year is 1919. After the barn, he was living in Burnsdown. Twigs the cat takes up residence in a wet walk near an abandoned graveyard. When the owl from the next hill over starts demanding rent, Twigs must find a way to make ends meet, and things just get more complicated from there. Grow crops to sell at the secret market or use for your own purposes. Put down roots. Run through the fields and the trees. Watch the seasons pass. Make friends who become neighbours, who become family. Also, make enemies. And so on and so forth. So, um, it's pretty interesting. It wouldn't be my traditional sort of game, honestly, but I... I think I'd be willing to give it a go. Seems pretty interesting. Yeah, certainly does. Very intriguing. Uh, Miles, Revenant Hill. Is a Miles Thompson game, or is it uh, not going to be? Not not right now, but it will be later. Yeah, it's one of those that I'm just. I just had no idea what was going on in this one. I didn't get it, and yeah, I think it's one that I need to see more about it first before I can actually make any kind of judgment on it. But I was glad to see that you guys are all excited for it because I didn't have a clue. I was just watching it kind of glazed. I think I was still reeling a little bit. If I'm honest, I was still recovering. So I, I, I think after Metal Gear Solid, I think everything's a, kind of a bit of a daze to you. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, you know, like when you get knocked out in Metal Gear Solid and you got the three rings like running around your head. I was basically that. No, I don't know. <laughs> Yogg doesn't know what that you is. You will know soon, Yogg. You will know. <laughs> That sounds like a, a both a threat and a promise. Maybe it is. It very well might. You be. will know, Yog. You will know. <laughs> yeah. Um, rather, then we then we went into the Weeby Toby shit with a uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Who's up for this? Nobody. Mm. Cool. It's yeah. It, I'm yeah. not into Weeb. Grand Blue, Grand Blue as a series uh, has got its core fan base, so there's a reason they're still around. They they must be good games. Um, it's just not something that I've personally delved into. No, me neither. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're excited about this, more power to you. I hope that trailer knocked your socks off and enjoy. No release date yet, but I'm sure it isn't too far away. And then we got a trailer for Street Fighter Six. You know that game that's out next week. Um, oh yeah, I might have think we needed the trailer for Street Fighter Six. To be honest, I think we're all uh, we're all aware it's coming next week. But there we are. We got a nice little story beat. Um, nice to see some of the older characters in there. See E Honda and Dalsim and um, that blanket costume. I think Sean said if we can't play in that costume, then what's the point in playing the game? That's fair. Um, it's fair. So yeah, Street Fighter Six. Um, anyone hype for Street Fighter Six? Yeah. Um, I wasn't initially. I, I've not been a Street Fighter person. Uh, I gravitate towards the Mortal Kombat's uh, and to an extent Soul Calibur. Um, but I played the demo last month and the story mode and creating my character and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, fuck, this is another game in June that I want to buy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Nicole, I'm glad. I'm glad. And it's... Um... I mean, it's it's going to be massive. It's going to have a huge audience as ever. 
Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks it looks very different from the others that, that have come before it. So yeah, nice one. And then we got a trailer for a game called Ultros, which was looking like a classic 2D Metroidvania indie type thing with a lot of color. Uh, who was up for Ultros? I had to go back and get the title for this one because I completely missed it. But I called this one for Josh as soon as I saw it. I was like, this is a Josh game if I've ever seen one. Josh, tell me all about it. I know nothing about it. Um, <laughs> just God damn it. You're on a podcast, man. You're supposed to know everything. I know, I stopped looking at PlayStation blog because I got told off for being informational. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it. I just I said uh, on the Slack, and I, I always wanted a side of LSD with my Metroidvanias because that's just exactly how uh, the art style is interpreted from like the 70s Beatles kind of LSD era. Um, it's so bright, so vibrant. Had really cool um, music as well. Um, and the guy's got a little cool katana as well. It's it's an exploration adventure style game, surround uh, grounded in a sci-fi layered in mystery with deep lore and meta themes. Um, mm. So yeah, we'll see what it is. You play as a guy called Ouija who wakes up seemingly crashing her ship on a giant cosmic sarcophagus. Um, so yeah, it sounds interesting. I mean. When you put Metroidvania and then you put kind of like the subgenre of Metroidvania in it, um, it caters to uh, an audience that just can't get enough of that kind of game. Um, and I'm one of them. So all about it. Sweet. Fantastic stuff. Uh, right then. Let's move on to Tower of Fantasy. Wow, you guys are excited about this one. Uh, Miles, tell me about Tower of Fantasy. Uh, was this another weeb one? I, I... Yeah, I looked at Weeby. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, okay. This is the one that I thought was like a Tales of Arise one because I did actually play that game. Um, yeah, it looked like another weeb game, and I was like, "This is Toby's." I I have nothing <laughs> that I can contribute other yeah. than what Toby can. I, <laughs> I think that Toby would cover this bit. Sadly, Toby has left the pod, so we're left not knowing anything about these games. I mean, it looks like anime. It looks like a hack and slash game, I think. And me and Josh were trying to guess at the title of it, and we were close-ish, somewhat. <laughs> it, it looks very generic anime to me, and just doesn't appeal to me because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. And in fairness, um, the next reason that I didn't remember this one is because the next announcement. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a free-to-play that's already out, I think, on PC um, and Android, iOS. Um, and it's just a MMORPG, action RPG, basically. Um, I thought, I was like, Scarlet Nexus 2, but then I started seeing more of it. I was like, this is not that, which is mm. a shame. Well, there we are then. Uh, that's Tower of Fantasy coming this year. Um, and then we had a look at, well, this blew up Twitter quite extensively um dragons something dog dragon dog dog Dragon, dragons. i think it was dragons dog shit too or something yeah. hey 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 whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no 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 i'm not having this i'm not having hey, this i'm Slander. actually quite excited for it i just i mean that that's <laughs> that know. that's how it looked to me to be honest um it was yeah what what an absolute piece of garbage uh miles do you want to talk about dragons dog <laughs> i i <laughs> so up right now um yes i do i love dragon's dogma uh i played the original it was like a summer when i was at uni um and i spent almost the entire summer just playing that game 
Um, so it's like a, it is open world ish um, in its approach, but it's very kind of JRPG in its mechanics. Um, but it had a lot of like unique things to it. So there's like branching storylines that would happen. So if you like did a certain quest in one way before doing another one, it would then lock you out of other quests. It would change the fate of what was happening and whatever. Um, but it also had like um, quite this unique kind of combat system where you can grapple onto enemies and then attack them from above or you can attack them you know, on their back and whatever. And it introduced what's called the pawn system. So you can create yeah. uh, like a side... <laughs> um, you can create like a side character that will follow you around and you can like name them, um, give them equipment and you can like decide what kind of class they are. And then you can upload your like side character which then goes into a pool which other players can then draw from so like you might have a party of four and then two of which are made up of uh pawns from other people that they've created um and then you get rewards for having your one being used and using other people's and that kind of thing um it was very just like absorbing it's a very immersive type of game and the nice thing of this is that it looks the same in all of its like approach, the storytelling, the big dragon um, having the heart thing. That's like the original's opening. Um, so it looks like they're really staying true to like the essence of what the original game was. Um, but it just looks like they've upgraded the combat. It looks a little bit smoother, but it's still got that same kind of like chunkiness that kind of Monster Hunter has. Um, and yeah, the second I saw it, I recognized it straight away and I was like, no fucking way. Have they actually done Dragon's Dogma in the showcase as well? Um, so again, it's just what a day. <laughs> what a day. Um, yeah, Dragon's Dogma, sick. So in for it. <gasps> oh, sorry, sorry, I fell asleep. Um I oh, know, it's fine. <laughs> God damn. Um, cool. Well, I'm glad I'm excited that you're excited. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. it. I'll enjoy it myself on my own. <laughs> I've no doubt you will. I'm I'm pretty hyped for it as well. To me, yes. it kind of looks like a Japanese Dragon Age almost. Yeah, it is quite similar. Um, and I tried to play the original, and I just couldn't get into it on PC because I don't know the port didn't seem very good on my computer at the time. Uh, so maybe I should go back and try it again at some stage. But these sorts of games uh, do intrigue me. So, like, I I am interested to see how it pans out. So I'll probably be picking up Dragon's Dog Poo 2 at some point as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited for all the memeable subtitles. We're going to come up for it. So excited. So excited for that, really. So excited. No, good. Yeah, Dragon's Dog Will, it's dope. Um, looking forward to it. Um, right then, then we had a look at Five Nights at Freddy's Most Wanted 2, which is due this year. Anybody want to play this? Cat does. Does she? Yeah, 100%. Cat would love to play this game. Okay. Wow. I think he's, he's goofing. I would never, I would never, ever <laughs> do that in my life. I would never. I ever believe. Do that. I believe Miles. Cat uh, is he, beyond, he would never lie to us. I think Cat is beyond frightful of it. <laughs> um, to me, it is uh, least wanted. Unfortunately. Hey, I see what you did there. We did um, enjoy the fact that none of us knew there was a help wanted one. Yeah. Just like there's a second <laughs> one. Where was the first? <laughs> I remember the first one. I remember the first one. I, was... I don't. What What is Five Nights at Freddy's? I mean, it was oh, horror or something. We have not jumped we have, the game. We haven't got time. 
It's <laughs> just it's just weeby shitty garbage that I cannot stand. <laughs> it sounds like even if we had the time, it just wouldn't be worth it. Just um, watch Jack Black sing the TikTok about Five Nights at Freddy's. That's kind of all you need to know about it. Will do. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I can't be able to talk about this for any longer than I need to. Um, I just so you're going to review it then, Ross? I just, oh, God. Oh, my God. I would pay to watch that. <laughs> I would pay so much money to watch Roscoe and Kat have to play that game together at the same time. Oh, God. I, I'm sure we can start, gonna be... uh, start a GoFundMe to do it or something. <clears throat> my nephews are going to be super hyped for this. Um, but, yeah, I can't stand it. It drives me fucking like crazy. So, uh, yeah. Hey, it's got an audience. Good luck to you. Um, and then we moved into the VR2 uh, section of the event where we had a look at Resident Evil 4 remake in VR2, which looks awesome. Um, Arizona Sunshine 2 VR2 looks great. Um, I love the um, the, <laughs> the slapping of the zombies. I saw that. I thought that was quite funny. Uh, and then we had a look at Crossfire Sierra Squad, which is just a you know FPS tear down, shoot lots of people. Um, Synapse looked really cool. That's coming out on July the 4th. Um, very kind of like weird uh, black and white, but everything else is color, kind of looked visually it's very cool. I imagine that looks amazing in VR. Um, and yeah, finished off with an announcement that Beat Saber is out now on PSVR 2, and there's a Queen pack to download as well. Um, did any of these get you excited or wanting a PSVR 2? Cross Synapse is interesting. Uh, who was that? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Synapse it does look interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, me and Miles discussed it. The kind of dialogue that is had in the game of kind of like, oh, you're back again, kind of gives me maybe it's a roguelike sort of title. Kind of like maybe a death loop. It has a narrative, but it is a roguelike. Um, mm. So that could be quite interesting, but that was about it. I mean, apart from Beat Saber, which is kind of one of the best VR games of all time. Indeed. Uh, Yogi, you said Sierra Squad? Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty generic, but like I'm not above the odd generic game here and there. And I VR isn't the biggest interest I have, but I'd like to give it a go. Uh, like, I really want to play Pavlov on, on VR at some point. Mm. So uh, sort of like Counter-Strike-y type games, and this is more way more actionified than Counter-Strike is, but that sort of style game or sort of setting does interest me in a VR game. Oh, uh, Miles, have you sold a PSVR to yet? I mean, for Beat Saber, I, I probably would just because I love that game so much. Um, it seems like they're really going all in on like the first person shooter aspect, which I would be a fan of, but I don't think there's quite enough in these games. Um, to really sell me on wanting to invest in the hardware just yet. Watching Sean play the kayak VR was hilarious and I thoroughly enjoyed that and it did, you know, tempt me. Um and the idea of playing Beat Saber in like an upgraded format with a new pack and everything else is also very cool. Um but yeah, I just don't feel like Beat Saber was the the killer app for me that made me invest in the original one. Um if this was a Beat Saber 2, like whole new game, whole new like campaign mode structure to it and all new packs and new whatever's i i probably would have already bought paul's straight up i would have already bought it but uh <laughs> i think as it is now i can still kind of confidently just keep my money to myself <laughs> um but yeah it probably will be something that i'll be looking at probably around next year once it has its first price drop or something there um and then we had a look at a game called marathon 
um, which kind of signaled the start of the end of the showcase. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, looks very cool, kind of like a uh, extraction sort of game. But then you find out it's made by freaking Bungie. And you discover this is Bungie's first new IP since Destiny. And suddenly it got really, really exciting. Um, I don't know about you guys. Uh, Josh? This was when I stopped myself at the Alan Wake 2. This was the other one where I was just like, shit. Like, the, just the aesthetic of the game. I was just like, I'm all over this. This looks amazing as a concept. Um, and it, it's hard. I know Cat uh, <laughs> was kind of like, where's the gameplay for any of these games? I'm like, just be excited that we're getting these new games that are coming from these great companies and developers and just enjoy what they're going to be kind of teasing that we're getting. Because this year we've been chock full. We've also got more this year that is coming out. And now we've got a new thing from Bungie already after the PlayStation ac uh, acquisition, um, which makes me think, was this kind of something that was happening as they were individually kind of, um, uh, well, they weren't, yeah, they were on their own for a bit, weren't they? They went from Microsoft to self-made uh, yeah. and then kind of, acquired by playstation i think maybe this was something that they showed to playstation like look this is what we've got early in thing and they were like i think we kind of need some a bit of that because yes it looks looks amazing yeah it's a um yeah sci-fi pvp extraction shooter it is also coming to xbox and pc um so yeah um playstation saying on the promise that they're not going to hold bungie uh back from multi-platform releases um which is very cool it's a nice uh, touch yeah, um, it's a good post. Indeed, absolutely. Um, Yogis, what did you make of extra uh, extraction? Not extraction. Uh, marathon. I find it odd they've called it marathon when they already made marathon games. I want to say in the nineties or something. Um, did. Yes. Now they're bringing it back. It, it's not within the same universe, as far as I'm aware. It, it's something new. Uh, PvP extraction shooters, so I'm assuming that means it's something like Escape from Tarkov-ish. Uh, I've got too many hours in Tarkov, and competition would always be nice. Um, so I think because of that, I'm going to have to keep an eye on it. I mean, it's Bungie, so they're one of the biggest names in in, in making shooters. So just because of virtue of that and what type of game it is, it's something I'm going to keep an eye on. I'm not entirely sold on the visuals for me personally, but I don't think they're bad either. I think they're incredible. Just it's not my sort of preferred art style. But that alone isn't going to be enough to, to fully turn me off the game. Mm. So, yeah, I'm intrigued. I, I want to see exactly what they bring to the table with it because... Uh, we, we don't know tons about it just yet. Um, so, yeah, one of those to 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 keep an eye on, I think. I think it'll be one of the more interesting ones to, to learn about over the next few months. Indeed, absolutely, yeah. I'm going to keep a close eye on this one. Uh, Miles, we're going to play Marathon together. Yeah, we are. Yay! We are, aren't we? Um, I can almost smell a bit of the live service stuff from Bungie coming in. I'm sure there will be something about that. But equally... Bungie are the best in the business at making an FPS play just so supremely smoothly. And it's so satisfying. Like as much as I bounced off of Destiny 2, playing Destiny 1 and 2 when it first came out, it's just amazing how they managed to capture the feel of an FPS so well. 
Mm. Um, and if they manage to get that right in this, there's no reason that it won't be a very good game to play. Um, I'm not totally thrilled on the extraction setup of it, but that's just because we've had like Rainbow Six extraction uh, and we all know how that turned out. Um, but I think in Bungie's hands, we're going to get a much better game. Um, they know what they're doing. They've got the backing of Sony. I think it's a wonderful um, start to hopefully what they're going to be producing um, as a Sony-owned part studio. Um, so yeah, I just want to be excited for it. I want to see more of the actual gameplay of it. I quite dig the art style myself, um, and I'm looking forward to hearing more about it when we finally get some details, which I imagine probably still is a bit of a ways off. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got Destiny to finish first. Yeah. Um, speaking of, um, they did share a very small trailer for Destiny 2, and I was like, oh, we don't need Destiny 2 here, guys. There's 10 minutes left. We don't need Destiny 2, but then um, it was a trailer for the next massive expansion, um, which just come very quickly around um, after Lightfall. <laughs> I think Lightfall was a bit of a disappointment, so maybe they're, they're they're rushing it a little, but yeah, we got the announcement that Cade 6, he's not dead at all. He's back. He's absolutely fine. Don't worry about it, guys. It's great. And yeah, what the fuck? I have no idea um, how he's back, what's happened. I'm very excited to find out. Um, so yeah, this is going to be back in Destiny 2. Remember I gave Life Force 6 out of 10, I was like, no, this ain't good. Um, and then I'm like, mm, okay, I mean, all they had to do was bring back the one character that they shouldn't have killed off in the first place. So well done, Bungie. So that retirement from doing reviews, Ross, um, that's going to have to wait until after Destiny 2's next DLC has come out. It's not, not going well, is it, this? I'm really trying. It's on immediate postponement. <laughs> yeah. Like, I reviewed a fucking Eurovision DLC pack today. I'm like, what's going on in my life? I really tried, but yeah, we haven't got enough writers to cover everything, and there's still loads of games that I want to play. So, you know, who knows? Uh, but yeah, Destiny 2, the final shape. Uh, there's going to be more at a Bungie showcase on August 22nd. So yeah, the final shape seems to be still a fair ways away, but I imagine we'll see it before the end of the year. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and then we have a look at something from Firewalk Studios called Concord. Um, is there a PlayStation blog for this yet, Josh? Any any info you can swing our way? Um, just that it's by old Bungie developers and uh, other kind of leading AAA title shooter titles um, that it's coming from them. This is the first game from, from Firewalk Studios. Um, uh, it's another PvP multiplayer FPS. Um, so we've got quite quite a handful of them. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it in terms of information. It looks cool. Gives me um, kind of like Star Trek vibes almost in terms of like the colours used, like Star Trek Beyond. Mm. Um, but we'll see. Interesting sci-fi shooter. Yeah, um, I... I honestly, I, I I didn't really capture an awful lot about this one. Um, it kind of passed me by a bit. Um, but yeah, uh, Miles, did you get anything from Concord? I'm not gonna lie. I actually this one again glazed over. I feel like putting this immediately after Bungie's two trailers was a bit of a misstep because I can't remember anything about it. Um, yeah, if it's another PvP shooter, I'm sure we'll end up having a look at it at some point because we always get tempted into these things. Um, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Again, it's another one I'll probably have to wait on to see a bit more of before I actually get any hype for it. There were other things that were taking up my attention, unfortunately. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Yogurt, was this a uh, was this a maybe or was this a? Oh. I think we from the trailer shown we did just didn't learn enough. Um, 
the problem pvp games uh multiplayer pvp games just seem to be in vogue a little bit like right now these extraction sort of type of games um i like the little i've seen but there's not exactly much substance to the trailer uh, so it's one of those like I really have to reserve judgment on until we know more about it. But I I like the art style that is there at the moment. Yeah. So that's a good start. Um, and future trailers will hopefully uh, release a bit more info, and then we can base a bit more of an opinion on it because it's just so little there at the minute. The uh, the background from the studio gives me hope. The, the the people involved, if it's former Bungie devs and devs from other um, other studios who've produced similar titles before, so mm. I guess we'll just have to see. It's one of those. It really is one of those wait and see ones. It, like the, it almost would have been better just to leave the trailer to a future one because we don't yeah. know anything about it. Yeah, it's similar to Fair Games, isn't it? It's just like we'll wait and see. Yeah, exactly. It's been announced. We'll see what happens. Um, absolutely. Um, and then we had a look at the Gran Turismo movie, which is based on a true story. Remember they, I think they announced Gran Turismo movie, like, how the hell are they going to make a Gran Turismo movie? And they've done it. They've based it on a true story about a racer who was so good at Gran Turismo, he became a real life racer. And that's really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited for this. I don't think it's a go to the cinema thing. I think I'm going to wait until it comes out on digital to watch it. But, yeah, it looks dope. Um, anyone excited for the Gran Turismo movie? Um, I probably won't go out and see it, but I will, um, you know, if it comes on now TV or something, I'll definitely be the first to watch it when it's on now TV or something. Quite, quite, yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> right there with you. I'm not like in the sense that I'm going to be sat next to you on the sofa watching you with you, but uh, I mean, you yeah. can, we can pro- both pretend to be driving or something whilst we watch oh, it, wow. you know. That sounds great. Okay, okay, what is that? <laughs> we'll talk off podcast we'll figure it out um and then we had a look at we said on the podcast this week there ain't gonna be no hardware reveals at this thing it's gonna be all games all games how wrong we were and um, we had a first look at project q um Eurogamer called it project cube it's not project cube project q and um it's essentially a eight inch screen with a dual sense cut in half and put on either side, and it's a streaming device for your PS5. And it's real, and they've announced it, and um, I don't know, what do we think, Miles? Is it just me, or does it just feel, like, pointless? <laughs> like... It's, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, if you're if you're 100% in on cloud gaming and your Wi-Fi is good enough, it's a perfectly fine device to have in your home. Yeah. Um, but if your Wi-Fi can't stream good enough to have, like, zero input lag, then yeah, it is a pointless device. I just feel like if I'm in my house and I'm connected to the Wi-Fi, I'm on my PS5. Like, I don't know why I would need this unless I was like lying in bed or just going for a dump. So <laughs> does it have to be the same Wi-Fi? Or say, Roscoe, if you were at your work and you were clocked out and you could connect to wi- Wi-Fi where you're working and then you kind of stream from your console at home onto your device would that work yeah that's what it's all about yeah yeah so yeah, the same way that remote play works now on a, on like any phone or tablet yeah yeah so would that be something that kind of intrigues you as someone who does game or, or like away from home off shift and all yes to a to a point um mm. because i don't think 
PlayStation's cloud isn't as good as Xbox's yeah. yet. Um, and so I'm not going to get one of these until I see like proper reviews on it. Sure. Um, and get a kind of like, I'm, it's not a day one for me at all, but mm-hmm. um, until PlayStation fix their cloud gaming, it's good, but it's not good enough yet. You know, like I can't yeah. play, I can't play Fortnite on it the same way I can play Fortnite on Xbox cloud gaming. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it, it's one one, it's perfect. And so, yeah, it's the voice that I'm, I love the look of it. It's literally just a fucking tool since cut in half of the screen. That's great. <laughs> it really <Yeah>. is. <laughs> It, it's it's kind of crazy looking, really. Um, it is. Um, so I understand why it exists, and I I get the point of it. But Sony have really got to work on their cloud first before it's before it's an essential purchase. I, I do wonder whether they're going to stick with it. Um, so Steam did. It's not an exact one to one thing, but Steam made a box. I want to say like five six years ago. Which would allow you to stream your PC to um, to your television anywhere in the house. Yeah. So you could just play any PC game you wanted on the on the TV, which in in uh, in theory is great, but in practice, uh, people would use it once or twice. It was a nice gimmick. I mean, I even got one. I got it as a birthday present, uh, and then was never really used, and it was just abandoned afterwards. And I, I know there's been a lot of interest in in stuff like the steam deck uh the there's other um companies out there like asus which are making uh handheld devices not just once you stream but they have it natively in the device the hardware so there is more of an interest in in these handheld uh systems nowadays um like more premium ones I don't know whether this is going to be one that Sony sticks with long term, though, because I'd rather just get a Steam Deck or something. Because you can take it anywhere and not have to worry about cloud. You don't have to worry about uh, any internet uh, quality or anything. You just play it straight on the device. For sure, but it's it's dependent on the games that you want to play, isn't it? It is. Then, if you haven't got a um, if you haven't got a Steam Deck and you've only got a PS Five. Um, then this is your only option if you want to play elsewhere. You know? In which case, it depends very much on the price point of when it comes out. And Sony's uh, hardware, when they come out, do seem to be a bit expensive. So I'm yeah. really interested in what the initial price point is and where it's going to slot into compared to what is effectively going to be its competition. It's got to be... I'm. I can probably get maybe 150, 160? If it's 200 quid, then it's a no-go for me because it might not work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's a lot of money to go on a cloud device because they are so fucking pedicity, Um, especially with Sony's cloud because it just isn't good enough yet. It also depends on how good the screen is as well. Yeah, they said it's a HD screen, so it's not a 4K screen um, Mm. or an LED. It was just a full-on, it's just a 1080p screen. Um, the same one that you would find in a Switch. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's not great either. But maybe they're doing that to keep costs down. Who knows? Yeah, in, um, in which case, price point is going to be absolutely everything with it. Yeah. Um, you know, they've you obviously get a controller <laughs> cut in half with it. Um, and so, you know, a controller is, what, 70 quid? 
Um, I wonder if you want to, if you end up breaking, where you just can literally go to your own dual sense, chop it in half, and put it on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure you'll be able to Bluetooth your own controller too, if you don't want to use the the one that's connected already. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, I'm not. It's not an essential purchase for me straight away. Um, however, they did announce some earbuds, uh, which I think would work quite well with this thing. But they they said they were they were kind of announcing it for PS5 and PC. Um, would you choose earbuds over your your headsets, gents? Miles, what do you think? Uh, I don't really know. Again, I think Yogg's kind of touched on it. I didn't see if there was a price point, but depending on how expensive these things are, would kind of determine whether I'd be interested in a lot. Um, I've got quite a good headset already, but it might be nice to have something that doesn't have to like sit on my head the entire time. Um, but that feels like a very first world problem. So yeah, it's not something I'm going to be particularly clamoring over, but I'll keep an eye on it. And then if it's something that goes down in price or looks like it'll be worth an investment, I don't see why not. As long as it's a good quality. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the uh, the important thing. Uh, Yogis, what do you think? Earbuds, are they for you? I mean, this is entering territory where there's so much competition that the price is even more important. Mm. Um, Sony do tend to make fairly good quality products, so I'm not too worried on the quality front, but I am worried on the price front. Um. I mean, plenty of people out there have already got headsets and like earphones and all sorts. Anyway, I mean, I've I've just got some Steel Series, which are great, um, and like they don't exactly break the bank buying them either. So, Sony's heading into territory with this, which is going to be incredibly competitive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. It's all going to be all about the price point. I. Until we know that. It could be a great product for its price. It could be absolutely horrible. <laughs> we we don't know until we know the price. Indeed. Um, Josh, would you like some earbuds? Yeah. I think, I, would. Nice. I think I would. They looked sleek. They looked cool. The casing was nice. Um, I'm a sucker for shit like that. It looks aesthetically pleasing and first party. Mm, cool. So, yeah, I guess we'll find out again. Um, the the earbuds might be they might be here by the end of the year. Who knows? There's no release date, no price on either of them. So I guess we've got to stay tuned on that one. Um, and that was it until the one more thing. And the one more thing was a extended look at Spider-Man 2. And oof, that was another absolutely banging reveal of gameplay for Spider-Man. Uh, showing once again that Insomniac really, really know what they're doing. Um, Yoggers, if this doesn't convince you to get a PS5, I don't know what will. Well, it's not gonna. God damn it! <laughs> if it was a kill zone, I would get a PS5 <laughs> tomorrow. However, it's not uh it's not a fault of the game. The game looks terrific, I will not lie. It looks very pretty, the gameplay looks really fun. I just don't like Spider-Man. Never have. Um Jesus. In fact, superheroes in general aren't really my forte. There would be an exception like Marvel's Midnight Suns because uh, it's more of a strategy game which is way up my alley. But yeah, Spider-Man doesn't really appeal to me. And because of that, I'm not going to play a full game based around Spider-Man. So I'm going to be the most awkward sod here and say no, this isn't going to make me buy a PS5. But I know a lot of people who will enjoy it 
and I'm glad it's been made because it does look like a very good game overall. Um, Miles, Spider-Man's biggest fan. Do you want to uh, say something about that? Uh, yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> just so many good things. Um, I, I, I'm not disparaging it, at least. No, no, I know, I know. Um, and the thing is, like, Spider-Man, it was a very, like, when it came out, it really clicked for a lot of people. But there were a lot of people who also thought it was quite like a standard open-world third-person action game, which, you know, isn't totally far from the truth either. Um I think a few things were really picked up on. I was surprised at how much they showed off um, to start with. Um, I thought it was just going to be the CG trailer and then like 30 seconds worth of like little cuts of gameplay. But no, they went all out for this, which was great. Um, I liked the change in style of like the opening where Spider-Man comes out and it's more of like a proper like suburban like section of the city um that you get to actually see there's a lot more detail to it it feels more lived in it feels more like realistic of an actual place sometimes in the first one the city was gorgeous and although you could see through windows it was just devoid of any real life um so i think actually the fact that they've expanded on that is really good because i did wonder how they would make the map feel fresh when it's basically going to be the same map as the first one um i think the symbiote suit is massive both story-wise and gameplay-wise um because there's obviously going to be a whole suite of new powers that you're going to get to use and they showed off quite a lot of that both within gameplay and in terms of its story importance and i was messaging a friend about this and he said he wasn't keen on the voice acting for um is it yuri uh i can't remember his surname yuri lowenthal yes um and he's a superb voice actor i really i really like his work and he was a bit like, oh, I'm not too sure about the voice acting. I'm like, you do know it's on purpose. Like the symbiote's corrupting. He's doing the whole like, and I really like this. He's doing the whole Tobey Maguire, like going a bit kind of emo about it. And I was like, I'm down for it. I'm in with it. No take um, on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it was so good. Um, And yeah, I think story-wise, there's going to be a lot of implication there. And I'm going to book in that there's going to be a battle where you have to play as Miles and you have to fight Peter parker to get him out of the suit um probably using a giant church bell or something in order to do so and it's going to be wicked um so that's got me really intrigued because story-wise i want to know how that happens and then how that kind of develops and goes forward um but then it was also the switching of characters um we kind of had all guessed this that now that they'd introduced both separately they were going to incorporate both of them into the same game so i'm wondering if that's just going to be sections or whether there's going to be moments where you can switch between them on the fly in a combat encounter and that kind of thing um which will be quite interesting but yeah it was a lot of the same but just very much built on kind of what you want from a sequel of you can recognize the dna of the entire game really easily but you can already see some of the the layers that they've added the new gameplay elements the new story beats that they're going to start hitting um and i'm going to let josh talk about the new villain because he already knew the arc uh almost immediately um yeah, I think as much as they could, they have shown off exactly what they should have done, which was an extended gameplay sequence that's got people hype. It's got all the things that you want to see. Um, and it's already looking so polished and so gorgeous that, you know, winter just can't roll around fast enough. And it probably will roll around really fast, given all the other games we have to play in the meantime. But uh, yeah, this is quite a, a show-stopping presentation. So well done to Insomniac for somehow pumping out all of these incredible games at the pace that they do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it looks just stunning. Uh, Josh, talk to me about Craven the Hunter. Yeah, um, I was really excited about the opening and kind of his uh, motives at the start of the trailer, kind of um, 
I, I don't know how hard they're going to lean into this storyline, um, but it feels like it's based on uh, a story called Craven's Last Hunt. Um, and for a lot of people, like comic book fans, especially Spidey comic book fans, this is revered as kind of one of the best storylines for Spider-Man ever. Um, it is also Spider-Man's hardest fought battle and probably his darkest time in comic books at a point. Um, I won't give too much away because uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the game, but what happens in the comic uh, is that Craven is essentially looking for the ultimate fight, um, which is why I think when he brings up the map of New York, he has all these baddies and Spider-Man's in it. Is He's looking to beat all of them to be the best hunter, essentially, and Spider-Man is, is that target. Um, and he faces off with Spider-Man, to the point of death and then he buries spider-man and, and dons his suit and retires as craven the hunter um so this is where kind of <clears throat> we saw the opening we saw that he wanted to go to new york and saw all these adversaries and then six months later pass symbiote suit spider-man is around um so that kind of made me feel like we're implicating that this is the kind of storyline they are following um essentially what happens is that Craven pretends to be Spider-Man for a little bit. And then uh, Spider-Man, because he was shot by Craven's tranquilizer dart, it revives him and he um, kind of rises from almost dead underground. He basically gets himself out from being buried. Um, and yeah, <clears throat> dons the symbiote suit and becomes super evil and super bad. Um <laughs> And Craven is having none of it, but it looks like his presence is still in the game. Um, so we'll see where they've made the changes and where they haven't. Um, but yes, this is a very dark time for Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Um, and I'm extremely excited for it because it's not just this sort of story that we're getting, but obviously we saw Venom when it was announced. So how this is all fitting in, I have no idea, but the scope could be massive for the game. Yeah. Oh man, it sounds amazing. Um, yeah, of course, we've got the Craven Hunter movie coming as well, haven't we seen? So, yeah, it's all, yep. it's all Craven at the moment. I like it. But, yeah, this looks fantastic. And, um, yeah, if the story does play out anything like that, it's going to be really interesting. And um, mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I'm digging um, Symbiote, uh, Yuri Lowenthal's voice. Um, you understand why, you know, it's um, it's an obvious reason why he sounds a little more tender, yeah. a little more angry, a little, more e a little bit more evil, I guess. Yeah, and um, anyone that knows knows, don't they? That yeah, this exactly. is not him. Um, because he's such a he's such a sweetheart in the first in the first game. <laughs> so you know, like something's going on, and yeah, the idea of playing as Mars and fighting Spider Man is really interesting. Yeah. So yeah, oh man, I can't wait. This is number one. This is number one. Give it to me. Give it to me right now. Right now. Thank you very much. Uh, right, fantastic stuff. Um, coming for twenty twenty three. No release date yet. Um, the first Spider Man was out in September. So September could be could be another September, could be a little bit later. Um, but yeah, we can't wait. Very, very exciting. And that was it. That was your lot for the PlayStation Showcase of 2023. Um, anything that wasn't there that you wanted to see? Killzone. Apart from Killzone. <laughs> Bloodborne. <laughs> Killzone and Bloodborne, indeed. Why um, yeah. Yes. This is interesting because 
Um, Sean has very kindly put up a list of what we saw from the Sony First Party Studios. And it's really not that much. Um, we saw Spidey 2, obviously, of course, from Insomniac. We saw Fair Games from Haven, Concord from Firewalk, and Marathon and Destiny from Bungie. But that was it. Um, if you listen to our pod this week, we go through every single studio, try and guess what they're working on and what we might see today. And we saw nothing from Asobi, Sucker Punch, Santa Monica, Gorilla, Naughty Dog, San Diego, London Studio, Bend, Media Molecule, Housemark, Fire Sprite, Bluepoint, and XDev. So there's still so much we don't know about PlayStation's first party. Um, and I was we were hoping that we'd get to see a lot more than that in this event. But there we are. I guess we shall keep waiting um, for whatever comes from these studios. And, um, you know, we've got so much to go yet. We've got the Summer Game Fest. We've got so many showcases coming up. Um, this will be PlayStation. Now they're going to go quiet again for another few months, I would imagine, leading up to the big releases, the Spider release. Uh, Josh? Yeah, I'm just going to say, I think the next big one is potentially Tokyo Game Show is where they do do a lot of their um, Eastern-based studio kind of big reveals, which normally falls around uh, just before the TGAs and stuff like that every year. So yeah. uh, a full presence is imminent. Yes, indeed. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's a shame because I was really hoping we get a little bit. Um, still no factions. Still no Last of Us factions. That'll be Last of Us Day. It's got to be. It's just madness. It's like, what the hell is this thing? You're working on that for like four years. Just give us something. But uh, there we are. All right. Well, then uh, it is. Well, we've gone midnight, so let's all go to bed. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. We'll be back, of course, next week with our main podcast, where we'll probably do another quick look at the showcase and see anything from the fallout, anything information that we haven't got right now that we can add to it. We will uh, next week. So it is goodbye from Yoggers. Goodbye. It is goodbye from Joshua Thompson. Goodbye, everyone. And if we can peel him off the ceiling, it is goodbye from Miles Thompson. Kept you waiting, huh? See you later. It's Metal Gear Solid Delta Triangle thing. Yay. We're very excited. I'm Ross Gear. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast. <laughs>